Oh, that's I, I like I like the idea of like our mics being lower, but our, our, our volume output being higher. What's up? This is one of the beautiful wonders of the mixing deck. Mm. Put the shit locked in. Yeah. Higher so I can see my screen. Nice. Heard that. <laughs> I tried so hard to hide it. <laughs> <laughs> he says one inch away from the microphone. Yeah. All right, Did Fabio, you, you ready that? to give me a mic check? I am. I should just go ahead and give you a mic check then, I guess. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Well, let me tell you, folks, I am very, very excited about tonight's session because we have some more police procedure and investigation. We might we might do some library checks. <gasps> oh, shit. We might canvas some neighbors. God damn. Fuck yeah. And we're going to follow the letter of the law. <gasps> Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I want you to do a bite of book. Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> on every T and stroke on every I. Stroke. Uh huh. Yeah. I know what you're saying. It's, it's not that kind of game. Or until it's business it is. time. It's business. All right. Business and uh, I'm on the two. Welcome back to the Tales of Podcast and our Delta Green show, Tales of MCL. I'm Fabio, your handler for this game, and we are playing the published scenario from Arc Dream Publishing, um, Tales from a Darkened Room, and we're having a lot of fun with it. We are indeed. We have our three agents here today to introduce themselves. We'll start with our usual GM. Howdy. Jan. Yes, hi everyone. Uh, I'm Jan and I'll be playing Agent Madeline, a.k.a. Selena Goodwill, FBI profiler, expert human behaviorist, amateur animal behaviorist, cat lady extraordinaire. Very nice. Charles. You're also playing this game. Do you want to introduce yourself? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, I, I am. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm Charles. Uh, I am playing uh, Eric Paras, uh, also known as Agent Michaels. Uh, and Eric Paras, I mean, I've got no good intro for him. Uh, fireman for the... Fireman to the stars. Yeah, fireman <laughs> to the stars and the forests. And... Ghosts, apparently. Maybe ish. I still don't know if it's a ghost. We're gonna figure this thing out. Mm. Yeah. Well he's he's uh Agent Michaels is just about to find out now. Yeah, well yeah, he's 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 freaked out. I'm freaked out. God damn it. This is a good one. This mm -hmm. is a good one. What do you think the denonym is for a group of ghosts? Oh. You mean like a and pack is that of ghosts the right word? Or, or you mean like a collective noun? Yeah, that's the one, not a denonym. Okay, but what you mean what like 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 a pack? Like yeah. a pack of wolves? Is it like a mischief of ghosts? What is it for horses? 
the herd. Uh, a herd. Yeah, yeah a herd mm-hmm. of ghosts. Fuck it. A hard hitting question comes from our final agent for Excel. Uh, Big Mike. <laughs> Big Mike, uh, also known as Agent Morgan, also known as Lucas Boshears, a man of nondescript, uh, inplaceable accent, and FBI special agent did i already say that <laughs> i'm so lost uh it's serial killer hunter appreciator appreciator <laughs> although you did say before a serial killer killer <laughs> yes that was better i was really hoping you're gonna say of nondescript description and i was like yes <laughs> luckily we got you to drop the foot fancier part of it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Would it be a scare of ghosts? Ooh. A scare, perhaps. Um, a, a flock of ghosts. A haunting of ghosts, probably. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it's probably a haunting. Um, not a murder. No, that's cross. Um, a murder of ghosts? Why not? <laughs> well, who says that all ghosts are murderous? That's true. You slandering them, they're Sl- nice ghosts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a hint of ghosts. <laughs> hint of ghosts. I really like to be like, oh, I really like my ghost. He's very quiet, never bothers me. <laughs> mm. How'd you know he's there? Oh, I know. <laughs> Trying so hard to come up with something witty. <laughs> so everyone already made we'll come back nice comments on my introduction that, that made mine sound way less witty. So, <laughs> so you got it. So I should probably hit people with a with a summary of where we have been and what we have done. But it'd be so much easier to get you guys to do it. So I'm going to try and remember in which order things happened. And I'm going to ask you guys what happened for your character. And I think we probably start with Mike in that case. Mm-hmm. Because... No, we probably start with Jan uh-huh. because Jan started our last episode talking to the medical examiner. Correct. So, um, yes, we started with the medical examiner in the bar. Um, Loosened up them lips with some... Uh, oh, that doesn't sound really nice. I didn't like that. No. <laughs> I did not like that. <laughs> you took advantage of an elderly, vulnerable person <laughs> yeah, 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 by yeah, getting yeah, yeah. him drunk. <laughs> uh, we started out in a bar with the medical examiner um, trying to get some information about what was like in the house where he, he seemed a bit uh, jumpy and revealed to Agent Madeline that... Um, when he looked at the crime scene, the crime scene and the crime scene photos uh, of Agent Donnelly's death, they were almost the blood spatter was almost identical to that of Emilia Azari. Uh, the creepiest thing being that there was almost a what seemed to be a perfect outline of another person in the blood splatter on the mirror, even though they didn't seem to be any footprints or any other people in the room. I think we then went over to Agent Morgan. Oh, and the the lockup. The green box. Yes, exactly. Uh, I went to check out the green box, uh, or a green box that Agent Donnelly had been using as, uh, which was uh, one of these cool storage wars type places, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
and we found some interesting stuff. I talked my way in and then got uh, got eavesdropped on and spied on and whatnot. There was we found what we found papers, we found photographs that had mostly been burned of yeah. the of the mirror, like he was trying to um do something. <laughs> yeah, it looked like he had taken photographs in the mirror and then burned those photographs. Yeah. Prints. You found his journal. Mm-hmm. And you found something a little bit more shocking. Yeah. Coffin with a kid in it. Who could forget? I thought you were going to say the empty jugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a coffin with a kid on it. And the kid was the name of one of the kids who lived in the sh- shop. Not the shop, the house. In the house, yeah. Spiner Avenue. And then, um, but, but yeah. Uh, so last session... Agent Michaels realized that he's kind of useless at what was going on before. Uh, so he decided, you know what? Uh, and in the long tradition of me playing a character where I end up uh, seducing an older, older generations, because uh, if you guys meet me, you'll find that this happens to me occasionally. I don't know why. You, you That happens to Charles or it happens to Charles's it ha- characters? It happens to Charles's characters and Charles, in all fairness. <laughs> Yeah. Grandmas love him. I don't know why. Yeah, what's that about? Uh, But I realized I did not plan for a good backstory. Not once, but then I got a second neighbor and I still hadn't thought of a good backstory. You were just an interested fireman. I was just an interested (laughs) fireman. You did get a lot of good information though. I did. I did from a lot lot of of cranky people, but I kind of, I really liked them. I thought they were kind of cool. Yeah. Old people, my... Old NPC people are generally just cranky because that's just what yeah. I assume I will be when I'm Yeah, old. but surprisingly <laughs> helpful, even though uh, my backstory was earnest, but shite. <laughs> Which is really something you could say. I wish, yeah, that should be my, I want that on my epitaph. Earnest, but shite. <laughs> and then he decided, fuck this, I'm going into the house. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm not going to regret this. Do you know you didn't need to come up with a backstory? You, you, we had a backstory. Everything is on the books. You, yeah, you well, are uh, you, you were are working FBI. with the FBI. Yeah, <laughs> they would have believed you. You were FBI, but I didn't have a badge. Oh no, that was the problem. That was the problem. Mm-hmm. You did say you were FBI. Yeah. Yeah. It's a a boonch of ghosts. A boonch of ghosts. Very yeah. good. That was we're waiting for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Definitely. So. And I did also forget that uh, Agent Madeline went to the county seat as well. That is also correct. Yes. And she also got some really good information. Yeah, she did. She got uh, the list of a bunch of people that died in the house. Yeah, you all learned a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Let's find out what happens to Charles next. Yes. Let's we'll find fine. out. Uh, probably my character is probably like much more worried. Uh, although I don't know, what's my character thinking right now? I think my character's a little confused. Like, hmm, I thought I thought this place was empty. Uh, but me personally, Charles, right now, super excited. Uh, with a bit of uncertitude, but put it on a brave face. Eric grabs the door and boom, <laughs> gushes it real open. And says hello. <laughs>
Do you step in? Oh, yes. Yeah, you step into this dark foyer. It's completely silent. I'm still in the doorway, though. Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing it's pre fairly dark? Yeah. Yeah. You can just about see the, the, the moonlight and whatever ambient light there is outside is reflecting on a mirror that's on the wall to your right. Wonderful. You Where's the light switch? Um... You fumble around on the on the wall and you yeah. manage to find one. Sweet. Yeah, the light switch is on. Excellent. What do I see? You see... Um, it's a small entry room. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a mat on the floor, but mm -hmm. otherwise it's uh, polished wooden floors. Mm. Um, there's quite a nice table underneath this mirror that's on the wall. Um, there are some pictures on the walls. Uh, just landscape scenes. Let's. Um, what do you see so far? In front of you, there is. Sorry, the the mirror is on the wall to your left, and there's a door to your right, and there's a door straight ahead of you. Mm. Both doors are closed. Both interior doors are closed. Mm. Uh, Eric says out loud again. Hello. Huh. Wonder where that lady's gone. And putting on a bit of a brave face, he walks right in. <laughs> Just full on in. Let's go. <laughs> um Yeah, you step in. Um You're now in the room. Hey. You're standing beside the mirror. Hey. Uh what which way are you mirror? facing? Are you facing towards the doors or looking at the mirror? Oh I guess for someone look in the mirror, get a good look at myself. See if I still look as pretty as last time I, I saw myself. It's it's a big, quite ornate old mirror. It's got like a gold frame around it. Mm. Uh, very intricate. Um, the mirror is obviously old. You can see, you know, when you see an old mirror and there's like this flex yes. where it's lost its reflection. Um, as you look in. I, I mean, it's still dark, so you can just about see yourself. I thought I switched on the light. Oh, sorry, you did. You turned on yeah. the light. Oh. You regret turning on the light as you look in the mirror. Oh, shit. <laughs> and you see behind you is the pale blue figure of a small child. Oh. Uh, I turn around and face the child. There's, there's no one there. I turn back to the mirror. It's just yourself looking in the mirror. You now look a bit more frightened. Take a sanity check. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna steal your dice. Uh, what I got? I don't even think I've got that high sanity to start with. Ooh, that's a failure. Pick 1d4 sanity damage. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I am opening the chests of dice. Da -na -na -na. <laughs> Here we go. And drop it. One. Lucky. Uh, what's that? 47. Okay. So there's two two doors presenting. Hmm. Uh, what's the bigger door? Uh, they're both the roughly same the size. same size ah, interior shit. doors I was hoping I was hoping like oh this is clearly like the main door and the other one's a side alright uh, you can see the, the door that is directly opposite the front door there's like uh, an alcove beside it, and there appears to be a closet in the alcove it's a closet mm -hmm. I'm disinterested in the closet 
No, let's go to the other door then. Uh, you open that door and you hear the music again. You step into a dining room. Mm. But you see that there's no obvious source for the music. In fact, it, it seems to be coming from beneath the floorboards. Beneath the floorboards? Oh. Yeah, take a sanity check, please. Again? Yeah. What, 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 I, my character thinks there's no way there's a piano underneath the... Yeah, it's freaking out. Uh, you know what's funny? Had I not lost that sanity point a minute ago, <laughs> I would have gotten got this. Him. I got a perfect 48, and uh, that's where I started. So. 48? Yeah. Jesus Christ, why is there low? I don't know, it's my starting sanity was 48. That's the right roll, I guess. Uh, so I failed that, because I'm now 47. Okay, give me another 1d4. You're trying to make me break on, on the session. That's sort of what the house is about. Ah, nice. Oh, bollocks, time I got three. Oh, oh my Oof. god. Oh my Are you god. You trying to get me to walk out the house? He's gonna be a gibbering wreck when we find him. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, I, 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 I think, uh, what's his name? Eric kind of scoffs himself and says, well, personally, I'm more into EDM, but, uh, I guess this will do. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, make it a joke to reassure himself. Uh, uh, can I hit the light switch again? Yeah, you can switch on the light. Let's go. Um, yeah, you, it, it, it lights up a, a, a nicely appointed dining room. Mm. Um... There is uh, a tree-paned gable window that's looking out onto the garden. Mm -hmm. It's completely dark out there, and mm -hmm. all you can see is your own reflection in the in the window now that you've turned on the light. Uh, great. Is there a child in the reflection? There is not. There is a gaudy 1950s chandelier, um, and it's, it's flickering. That's what's shedding the light in the room, but it's flickering. You can hear a, a crackle coming from yeah. the uh, light switch. Uh. It appears to be a problem with the electrics. Um, there are boxes in the room, uh, look like moving boxes. Aye. And they're kind of pushed up against one of the walls. Mm. Uh, let's go have a quick look. Through the boxes? Yeah, just, uh, just, uh, pop it open, maybe one or two of them, see if there's, uh, see if this is, uh, our dead agent's boxes or something more nefarious. No, they, they appear to be the possessions of, um, the last owner, uh, Yamila Isari. I oh. heard this name from the neighbors. Right. Oh, and I knew, I knew, I knew of her anyway. I think. I think it was the. Yeah. Yes, she was mentioned in the case file as well. Mm. Um, in here, there's various knickknacks and pieces of like uh, just decoration for the house that never got put up. Um, there's also uh, a small letter-bound journal. Ooh, I uh, pocket the journal. Uh, I also think to myself, how odd nobody came and claimed uh, this woman's possessions. Great. Is there another door? Off of that? Yes, there is. There is a door that leads further into the house. Mm -hmm. I don't have time to case the whole joint. Uh, at least I don't think so. About how long would you say that this is taking? This all has taken five, ten minutes. Mm. How big is the house? Is it a bungalow? Or is it them, one of them big, scary houses? It's one of them big, scary houses. Uh, no, it's only... It's, it's a bungalow. 
Oh, it's a bungalow. A bungalow gothic revival? <gasps> yeah. So, like, it's not a it's a it's a one story house. Oh, I thought it was uh, it's gonna go up and everything. It's I was expecting like a, a four story family yeah. Adams. Yeah, yeah, with no. the spire and like a normal yeah. little. Yeah. <laughs> it is not that. It's just a, a single story house on a nondescript street in New Jersey. That's scarier. Uh, all right. Well, let's let's go hit the rooms real fast. I'm gonna go in, hit rooms, switch on the lights, have a quick look. I'm just gonna case the joint real fast and uh, bounce. That's my idea right now. I'm oh, like, come okay. on. So you head to the door that leads out of this, and um, you hear the music again. You're, you're certain it's coming from beneath the floorboards now. Yeah. Um, you head. There's no. Is there? Is there? Is is there any possibility that somebody built a basement? You saw no sign of it, but maybe no you'll find an entrance to a basement. Ah, <laughs> yes. Uh, the next the door leads into the kitchen. Hey. Um, it's probably cutting edge in 1956, but it looks very dated now. There's like a stick on tiles on the on the walls. You can see that some of them are, are peeling off. Um, Mrs. Sari never got around to uh, updating this room yet. Uh, the four mica counters are, are cracked and yellowed with age. There's a very old stove. Um, like an open-top gas stove uh, at one end of the room. And there's um, like a smell of rotten eggs, maybe? It's just faint. Oh, it's demons. A little sulfur in the air. I got this. There's a, there's a garbage bag by the door. Um, not sulfur, shit. It's it, it, it's quite smelly when you get close to it. It's, it's obviously been here for a while and no one's taken it out. Ooh. Um, not even the coroners thought to pick it up when they uh, picked up the body. Apparently not. Cool. Uh, let's have a quick look inside the, the trash can. The, tr the the trash bag, sorry. It's just food stuff, rotted oh. food. Uh, can, yeah, it's, it's nearly kind of overpowering when you open the bag. Okay. It's disgusting. I might take this out in a minute. As I head out the house, I'll take out the trash. A good citizen that you uh, are. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's keep going. Uh, where else can I? Each each room, I'm flicking on switches. As as you step further into the kitchen, right, uh, to cross it, you feel you feel a resistance. Oh, in the kitchen. Yeah, like um, like the air is thick. Yeah. Like it's almost like putting your hand through water and then as you push further it feels like it's going through soup it's you can feel the air against you mm. it's quite off-putting yeah okay let's maybe go back then yeah you step back and you can feel like it, it behind you it, it it's like something's keeping you in the room you notice that you started to sweat oh. for some reason Hmm. Uh, and this is a cold house in the yeah. middle of winter. Yeah. And you're sweating, and you, your brow is quite wet, and you can you can feel sweat dripping into your eyes. You know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm I feel like uh, 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 I feel like the house knows 
that we're here to investigate it. Because usually, you know, I feel like a house would like let lull me into a sense of comfort before attacking me. At least that's what every horror movie has taught me. Feel the tug on the back of your jacket. Oh boy, it's the little boy, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah, I turn around and I say, <laughs> a "Little boy with blue skin, and his face is all puffed up, and his eyes are kind of like bulging out of his face." And he looks up at you and says, "Where's my daddy?" Woo, kid! Before he disappears, he disappears in front of me. Yeah. God damn it! Give me a sandy roll. It's a, uh, it's, it's. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, this house is hardcore haunted. <laughs> yeah. He's really going to be a gibbering wreck by the time we find him. Oh, great. Thank God I, I pass. Uh, uh, take one sanity loss. That's the one you pass. You, you're you, you're going to take... Yeah, that's the one I pass. <laughs> Even on a pass. Yeah. How much was the roll if I'd failed? Uh, a D6. Yeah. Okay. At this point, Eric is, is like, all right. <sighs> Close his eyes for a second. Breathes deep. And says... This is like some ley line shit going on. This is this is something from the old spirits. This is this is this is this is some spirit has gone wrong over here. Maybe I should come back during daytimes. Grabs the trash bag and heads for the door. <laughs> uh, once you decide to break for the door, uh, the resistance against your skin stops. You run back through the the dining room. Yeah. You can hear the piano. Moonlight Sonata Aye. echoing up through the floorboards is getting louder as you run through it. It's impossibly loud as you run out into the foyer and burst out into the front garden. And the door slams behind you. Do I feel a sense of relief? I would say so, yes. I, uh, do I hear a woman's voice say, Come back soon! <laughs> as, I, as I walk out the door. Not this time. Uh, I left the light switches on. Is it's the pitch house... dark in there now? Oh, I love this game. <laughs> uh, uh, I think Eric. I think I think two thoughts are going in Eric's minds right now. One, he's fucking scared. But that's just thought number one. Thought number two is this is exactly what he signed up for. There's something wrong here. And uh, he's going to bring it back to the way that nature intended it to. And so uh, he uh, takes the, the trash bag and walks down the uh, the, the, the street. And uh, is there, are there, no one's put out their garbage bins today, have they? There's just wheelie bins or whatever. There's yeah. wheelie bins. Garbage. And he puts it inside a wheelie bin and says, well, just like this trash I'm going to take the rest of the trash in this house out. <laughs> and then he picks up his phone and takes back. House is definitely haunted. <laughs> you, you, when you, when you take out your phone to yeah. check, you see that like two hours have passed. Oh, come on. Can we say that there's a whole bunch of missed messages being like, where are you? Sure. Answer. Where are you? What the fuck? Mike, what did you do? Uh, when you received a text message from your fellow agent, um, Lucas finished up his reading and he gathered together all of the things in the lockup that would incriminate either Donnelly or, or, or allude to Delta Green. Uh, and I have listed the keys for 
that would link it to the house. Mm -hmm. The photographs, the ones that are still, like, that show something. I've got all of Donnelly's notes, and I have his fake IDs and documents. Was there anything else that I might have missed from the list you gave me? No. Dead kid? Dead kid? I can't. Shotguns? The shotguns, yeah. See, the plan is in Lucas's mind, because he knows they're going to have to cover this up at some point, and he's already sold his captain the story of him investigating that serial killer. So actually, as far as Lucas is concerned, I think this lockup being filled with uh, with chemicals used to burn corpses and weapons and stuff like that is, is kind of a nice coincidence. It's not just used to burn corpses, it's also just used to clean. Yeah, sure, but with the shotguns and the jerry cans and everything else. <laughs> the spades. <laughs> the shovels, yeah. Um, so, but, so on the way out, he's going to lock back up. Yeah. He's got all this stuff in, like, nothing I have is big, right? So he's got, like, evidence bags. He's got them in his, like, suit. Yeah. As, as, you're, as you're closing it down and locking it, you hear a voice behind you. Miglia. So, uh, find, uh, find what you were looking for there, Agent? Nada. But it looks like you found quite a lot of stuff. You, you got a, a warrant for taking that stuff away? What's no, I, I said it was in his jacket pocket. Oh, sorry, I thought you had bigger things. Okay, no, 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 All no, right. no, no. scratch yeah. that. Uh, any, anything else I can help you with, there, agent? <laughs> yeah, you know, that's, there's a there's a there's a outstanding fees on that. That's gonna we're gonna have to repossess that unit pretty soon. You got a date? Uh, I'd have to check back in the office, but maybe a couple of weeks before the, the contract runs up on it. A couple of weeks is fine. I want you to let me know if the uh, if the renter of this here unit comes back. Sure thing. Can I uh, can I see your uh, ID? Can I get a name? Of course. Uh, I share my badge. He takes a, he makes a big show of like having a good look at it like as if he knows what the fuck he's looking at. At <laughs> um, a giving you like a evil eye looking back and forth between your card and the picture on the ID and you and all right agent <laughs> yeah you give me a call if anything comes up okay and uh don't you know, be uh, any kind of any kind of reward for helping out your investigation what about but the reward of being a good citizen <laughs> Being a good citizen, yeah, right. I don't think that to the fucking bank. And he walks <laughs> off. Hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. That'll do me. He turns around and leaves. Okay, yeah. And you got a message from Agent Madeline. Madeline. All right. So you've got a you've got a message from Agent Madeline, suggesting that you meet up, right? Agent Madeline gives the address of a diner in the middle of town. Well, it looks like it's lunchtime, Jack. Uh, dinner time. Dinner time. Dinner. 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 It's diner time. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's dark when you guys meet at the diner. It's probably, um, I guess it's seven by now. Agent Madeline's been there for a while yeah. before the others turn up. Well, at least uh, before 
Agent Morgan turns up. I don't know how long it takes for Agent Michaels to it's turn up. It's going to take at least another hour. Yeah. So Agent Madeline's been there for quite a while, and <laughs> she's going over the the notes that is she's. It, this is at seven. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. At least now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Waitress comes by and she goes, "Can I? Can I refresh your coffee there?" Oh, you wouldn't happen to have any tea, would you? Even mm. iced tea. Would. Where are you from? England. No, Michigan, of course. Don't you recognize the accent? They drink a lot of tea in Michigan. I'll, I'll see what I can find. Thank you, darling. And she heads back. Um, there's a there's a cheeseburger on a plate in front of her that's just got like one mouth bite taken out of it, uh, and then just piles of papers that she's she's going through. Yeah, it's 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 not very busy here. People come in and out. Um, the snow is getting heavier outside. It's pretty cold and it's it's dark. It's not a busy area. It's not a busy town. Um, so cars drive by once in a while, but like there's not heavy traffic outside or anything. You're pretty much alone at your boot. You're not worried about people, anyone looking over your shoulder or listening to you. Um, Agent Morgan arrives at the diner and I guess sits down in the booth with you waitress comes over asks uh, what will it be for you honey do you have any scones <laughs> <laughs> no apparently they don't serve the British here darling <laughs> what do you mean scones like a biscuit a biscuit like a biscuit and gravy oh that'd be perfect miss that's it. You want a soda with that? A coffee? Uh, give me a large soda and a jug of coffee. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> You've had a rough day, huh? She uh, heads off to get you your order. You're sitting across from Agent Madeline. And uh, Madeline will fill in Morgan on what she found at the county seat. Why don't you tell them what you found? Well, I, uh, I went through many of the records in the county seat and I managed to find a list of all the previous owners of the house. It appears that all of them, or at least one from each of all the previous owners, uh, all died. There are some cases where more than one died, but it appears that at least one from each of the previous owners died in the house. Yeah, she think those realtors would have knock that place down by now I'm pretty certain that there is probably some law in this um, in this state that just means they don't have to disclose previous deaths in the house God bless America America <laughs> uh, uh, Lucas looks through this list I noticed that the list um, had Special Agent Donnelly on the end of it it does yes but yep. he was never a resident, right? This well, is supposed not, to be a list of residents. Listed, he's not listed as a, a resident. He is the owner. Oh, he is listed as a resident. He yeah. was the last owner. He is. bought. He bought the. He bought the house at the very uh, at the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. he did buy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Amanda Braintree, huh? Um, uh, yeah. The crazy scribblings. Yes. Uh, the first page did say that he tried to burn the house. Um, so yeah, do you want to tell Asia Madeline what you found, or what do you reveal to her? How was your day, Morgan? Well, 
Police chief was a bust. Surprise, surprise. Nothing new. But sometimes it's good to have a straight shooting man on your side. And he probably won't get in the way. Can't say the same about the other people that live here. Small town America, huh? People talk. Yes, so I've heard. Hey, he's looking through this list. He sees Amanda Braintree. Now that's a name to come up in uh, in my search at a lockup. Oh, um, Braintree is it? Unusual name. Catches the eye. You find any any more information about these people? So far, none. Just the fact that they were residents of the house. Did you garner some extra information about Braintree? No, just the name. Uh, funny timing too. Right about the time she uh, she bit the bullet. When Mr. Donnelly starts to get obsessed. Yeah, I was flicking through his, some of his notes earlier. Really goes crazy around uh, a few years back when Miss Braintree drops off the radar. Interesting. I, I tried to. I read through all his notes. It's. I, I got all the information I can. The most latest stuff. <sighs> Tries to burn the house down. Is it? The rest is impossible to decipher. Man was clearly psychotic. Is it possible that it was the the Braintree death that uh, caught his attention? in the first place. I don't think that's it. I think it's something else. He was clearly uh, interested in this place for much longer. Hmm. Did you find anything else of worth at the storage unit? Yeah. Got a couple of interesting photographs. Well, the remains of. Oh, please show me. Uh, and he slyly slides these across the table. She licks the grease off her fingers. He has a cigarette in his mouth, assuming this is I'm allowed to smoke in here. I don't know what the rules are in America with that. Definitely no. Americans no. hate smoking the, the with a passion. Come over and ask you to put it out. Well, then I wouldn't have had one. <laughs> <laughs> she delivers your order to you uh, mm. uh, just before you slide over the... And she's turned around by the time you're sliding over the photographs. So I start flicking through the photograph fragments like, is this... Would you say... Doesn't this look like a mirror? Uh, yeah. Well, a very expensive photo frame. That is interesting. The coroner. Very um, paranoid fellow. I had to take him down the street for a drink to get any form of information from him. He told me that both the death scene of Donnelly and... Was it Izari? Yeah. And Izari were very, very similar blood splattered all over the walls but the most unusual thing is that there seemed to be some kind of shape over the mirror that had blocked the blood splatter almost identical practically identical in most cases in both cases see what kind of shape it was seemed to be the shape of a person <laughs> very interesting could it be that Donnelly was also trying to capture some figure in the mirror. Makes sense. But then why burn him? Very good question. You, um... I think I know why I burned him. 
which is cool. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. You um you haven't heard anything from Michaels, have you? Nada. It's been some time. I'm starting to get quite concerned. Kid's just a bit slow on the uptake. You can say that. It's a... While while they're reaching this point in this conversation, you are dropping a garbage bag into a... Excellent. (laughs) I pick up the phone, I see the address, and I write down all caps, HAUNTING, dot, 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 and in lowercase, ON MY WAY. My slightly smiling face. Yeah. Ghost emoji. <laughs> Ghost emoji. Uh, Vampire emoji. emoji. <laughs> uh, yeah. Baby emoji. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> skull, baby skull. <laughs> no emojis. Just hunting. All caps on my way. Jump in my van. And uh, I take off. Wow. It's only about 10 minutes to get there. Great. I thought I thought you you meant it was going to take me an hour to get there when you're like, he's about an hour away. I was like, how big is this town? <laughs> so, yeah, you, uh, a van pulls up. You're driving a van or an SUV or what? Uh, oh, yeah, no, it's... You it's, have a pickup, right? Yeah, pick, pickup. But, but I, I, want, I want it to be like... No, I, I think it's a 4x4. It's, a four a by four. it's like a 4x4. Four four. Oh, no, own. no, it's my own vehicle. Okay. I, I, yeah, it's uh, like a 4x4. Four uh, I guess you'd still call it a four x four pickup truck, like the the yeah, like the big sure. the big boots, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah okay, cool. Yeah, it's a yeah. As you as you're talking, the headlights of uh, a large pickup truck entering the car park yeah. sweep across your faces, and uh, a moment later, in walks Agent Michael. Uh. Madeline stands up. Michaels, where the bloody hell have you been? <laughs> Ma'am, I'm gonna need. A Coors Light or a Budweiser Light right now. Just give me the tallest glass you got. Thank you very much. And I can still feel the cold sweat on my skin, but I've got a grin, uh, almost like a crazy grin. And I sit down at the booth and I I'm, I'm breathe harder. You were supposed to check in two hours ago, Michaels. I'm sorry, was there supposed to be a check-in? I messaged both of you two hours ago. Why did you not check in? It's. Honestly, I've just lost two hours of my life. I mean, two hours, gone. I thought about five minutes had gone by, two hours gone, guys. Ah, we are dealing with something that like most people only dream about right now. We are dealing with a haunting. So I'll just stop for a second. Your character lost what did we say? Four or five in total? Five in total. So the, losing five from one event Aye. would cause you to go temporarily insane. Aye. So losing five in a short amount of time is a lot. So what, I mean, you seem to be acting kind of manic. Is that, yes. is that the impact <laughs> it's had on him now? Uh, yeah, I, I think, I think, I think, I think a couple things are happening right now. Yes, I think he's definitely feeling a little bit manic. But I think the other side of this is this is exactly what he signed up for. The same way that he's a he's he's a parks fireman, uh, and he goes out and he does the jobs that other people can't. This is what he he's looking at. This the same thing. This is a fire, and it's 
gear up, go in, let's save the day, let's go home, and let's, you know, let's have a beer. So <laughs> he's freaked, but he's pumped. Yeah, exactly. It, you, it's full adrenaline pumping right now on him. Would you say that this is drawing the attention of people in the diner? I thought uh, the diner was quiet. It, it's, quite, it, it's still quiet, so I don't think he's drawn it. If he gets louder, he probably someone's going to notice, but so far no one has, mm -hmm. has taken too if, much If somebody, time. like, wants to call me now, Good time. I mean, uh, Madeline, as a psychiatrist, is Aye. quite alarmed at you going suddenly from very keel-headed to Aye. this apparent manic episode. Yeah. But Mike, Michaels, she sh just uh, sit yourself down. I, I, I. Do you guys have food out? Yeah, I have like a cheeseburger with just one singular bite. Okay. Taken out of is, there, it. is there any fries? Tons of fries. Uh, I, I grab. This fries. is America, goddammit. Yeah, yeah. I, gra I, gra I grab like a, a fistful of fries. And Madeline is given a side eye to Agent Morgan, just like. <laughs> they, they've been sitting there at least an hour, so pretty cold. Uh, yeah. Do Doesn't those matter. even notice? Does, cold does cold fries care. are great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Reheated fries are bad. Cold oh. is okay. I don't know. <laughs> Mind you, are these like fries or are these more like like? They're fries. It's okay. America. They're fries. It's right. a chip butty. Yeah, so they're like no thin chip and long. butties are glorious. Don't <laughs> yeah. don't defile the name of oh, chip I, I, butties. Yeah, because but this is a diner, right? So these might actually be chips. Like ste I mean, steak they call fries. Chips. Yeah, like steak fries. Yeah, these might these might be like closer to wedges. Sure. Sorry, is it, are you eating your dinner or mine? <laughs> I mean yours. Uh, so they're fries. <laughs> they're fries. All right, right. I grab All a right. fistful, a Bitch, fistful of please. fries. Bitch, please. These are my imaginary <laughs> fries. Yeah, yeah, exactly. well, what, do, what do you tell them about what, 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 tell, me what you, tell us what you tell them. Uh, all right. All right, hold on. I need a second to catch my breath. Just what have you been doing, Michaels? Some really good fries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you haven't fries. eaten. You haven't eaten all day. No, I haven't. I haven't. Uh, uh, does my beer arrive? Yes, it does. She leaves down the beer. It's, Great. I, I, it's, it's condensation running off it. Yeah, I, hold, hold, hold it right there, and I down it. <laughs> I down the whole beer, and I give it back to her. I'm gonna need at least another one, uh, and <laughs> and and uh, whatever she had. Yeah. Burgers and fries and another beer. Okay, no uh, problem. Two two burgers. And two, two, bur two, two burgers. Two burgers and fries, yeah. Okay. You want bacon on those? Um, oh, the, yes. Cheese? Yes. Yes, of course. Of course. No, oh, the works. Okay. Uh, is this America or not? The works. <laughs> Sam straight is, son. <laughs> Hoo-ha. <laughs> okay. So am I driving you home or what? <laughs> <laughs> I could take two beers. All right, so when I left you guys, when I left you guys, and I, I'm, I think I'm starting to crash. My adrenaline started to crash. When I left you guys, started talking to the neighbors. Uh, what was his name? What was his name? McCluskey. Mr. McCluskey, yes. No, it was Lucas Dreyer. Oh, no, not McCluskey. Imogen Klasky. Yeah, Lu Lucas Dreyer. I talked to an old guy, been there forever. He had a he had a blue door, uh, <laughs> or a green door, I can't remember. And then I talked to an Imogen Klasky. Uh, these are two of the older people that live on this cul-de-sac. Uh, cul-de-sac. <laughs> you ever stop and think about how funny the name cul-de-sac is? Focus, Michael. Focus. Right. Yes. Yes. Anyway. Uh, 
Yeah, they call it the dead house. They call it the Wheeler house. Turns out uh, a bunch of deaths have been happening there. Uh, usually one, sometimes two. Uh, every person that's lived there. Yes, we know that, Michaels. Okay. Did you know that Wheeler died building, uh, what is it, the townhouse? Not the townhouse, the county seat. What? I was there just today. Small world. Apparently a really small village we're in. Now, the Wheeler had built the house. When he died, uh, the, 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 what you call it? The, 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 the widow, the widow, the widow, the widow stayed there, lived most of her life. <laughs> the widow what? The widow what? The widow what? The widow what? No, the widow. Uh, the widow baby. No, the widow. <laughs> <laughs> no, the widow. The widow. She stayed there. Uh, got a caretaker, Italian woman. People called her a witch. Uh, she had a son. The son got in some trouble with the mayor's son. There was a fight. Oh, there was a uh, fight with the mayor. And the mayor's son died of a disease a few days later. Oh, there was a fight. They got kicked out of town. The 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 the, the son of the mayor had uh, died of of some disease. I'm just repeating what you said. That's great. For the listeners, I, I repeat real good. <laughs> then, since then, everybody who lives in the house has a death. Now, uh, after talking to, to these two, I decided I'm going in at nighttime. You went into the house on your own? What'd you learn? Yeah. You weren't there. I had to go in. It was time to go in. Um, all right, I'll spare you the whole heebie-jeebies feelings, the wheelies, the creeps that you get when you get there, but uh, I'm gonna need you to understand I'm not making this thing up. I saw these things, I heard these things. Uh, what's that famous Beethoven song? Beethoven, you know, the one, the sad one with the piano. Beethoven. Beethoven, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what I'm talking about? Like the moonlight one? Whatever. That song's playing. I knock on the door. Madeline starts looking through her purse to see if she's got some kind of sedative. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, knock, I, knock, I knock on the door. I heard a woman's voice answer. The door open. Boom. I switched the light switch on. Boom. I saw on the mirror there was a little boy. The boy did not look healthy. Boom. The boy disappears. You, you... You saw something in a mirror. Yes, a little boy in a mirror. A little, a little, a, <laughs> a little old boy. Little old man boy. Man boy. Yeah, did not look healthy. Walked into the uh, I, every place I went. I hit slide switches on. Anyway, I hit the uh, the living room. I heard the piano. The piano was coming from underneath the floorboards, slowly getting louder and louder and louder. I got into the kitchen and it felt like the whole air got so thick I was drowning in it. And then, at that moment, I felt a tug on my jacket. Turned down, turned around to see the little boy. He was looked like he'd been rotten forever. His eyes starting to bulge out and fall out. His skin 
blue, blue like this counter on this diner. And he asked for his daddy. This sounds so much like the stories that we used to say when I went to camp as a kid, but I'm telling you, I saw it with these my own two eyes, and then he disappeared in front of me. And at that point, I thought, okay, this house does not want me in here. So I walked out. Two hours had gone by. I walked into three rooms, and two hours had gone by. That house knows we're after it. Then I came here. It's a haunting. It's a haunting. It's a haunt. <laughs> God damn it. I'm so hungry and I'm so tired. And he just slumps on his chair. <laughs> Madeline still looking for that sedative in her purse. <laughs> you say you saw a rotten dead kid in a mirror. And then he introduced himself to you. He asked for his daddy. Did you catch his name? He asked for his daddy, and then he disappeared. I didn't even have a chance. God damn it. And he grabs our Agent Morgan, and he says, I saw a rotten kid ask me for his father and disappear in front of me. I believe you, Michael. Michaels, <laughs> Michaels, contain yourself. Sorry. I mean, I knew when we signed up, we'd be seeing some crazy shit. I saw some crazy shit of my own. I? What did you see? He looks around. <laughs> so, so Donnelly was into some crazy shit. <laughs> just before you go any further, just to ask, did, what you're about to share now, did you share this fully with Madeline? No, I didn't okay. mention the dead baby okay. in the casket. <laughs> go ahead. Donnelly was clearly working out of that lockup for a while. Uh, most of the stuff investigatory materials clearly had a had a go at the house himself plenty of empty jerry cans but that ain't the weird part uh <laughs> there was a body in the in the lockup excuse me that kid no less uh, is on this list of residents ah uh... Yeah, so we got ourselves a problem. <laughs> this is the, uh... Who, 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 who is the body? Anton Dure. 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 Exactly, that's what I said. Dure. Ah, <laughs> uh, um, Dure. Yes, the, the, the Canadian family. There was a Canadian family that had moved into the house. I, I think, I think one of the, the folks told me about it. That little boy died. Where on earth did Donnelly dig up that body? Gonna be a local graveyard. Uh, I don't imagine they took the body back to Canada. How does nobody know that the body is missing? Who's to say they don't? Well, I'm guessing if you're gonna exhume a corpse, you're gonna fill the hole, aren't you? A small coffin. <laughs> About the same size as ages. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you know that Agent Madeline is five for ten. <laughs> uh, uh, but hey, there's good news and bad news. The bad news, obviously, gotta dispose of a child's corpse. That's pretty bad. Uh, Wait, are we so certain that we should be disposing of this corpse? This uh, is a corpse of somebody that died in the house. Sure. 
you want to bring the corpse back into the house? I didn't say that, but now that you mention it... We're at a fucking shot. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to at least exhume and take a look at this for myself, but... uh, You don't want to look at it. (laughs) How 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 old might you say or how tall might you say this this corpse was? About two inches. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> I don't know, like three foot if it's a four yeah, foot corpse. Yeah. Oh, right. At Michael's? Aye. This boy that you saw. Well listen, I didn't see the corpse. But if I had to guess, you know. I'm guessing, yeah, and the little Toure boy died there, so figures if you're gonna haunt the place. Am I? Just mean they're all haunting that place. Could it be that he haunts the place because his body is not at rest? What, what, what are you, like, suddenly Catholic on me and, and, uh... I've made many studies into various supernatural phenomenon and beliefs across the world on various folklore and death beliefs. There's a common belief that it's the bo- if the body is not at rest, then the spirit cannot rest. Surely even you know these things. Usually, uh, from what I've heard, is the spirits, they stay around if they've got business left to do, or if they've lived a, 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 if they've lived a, 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 a life full of greed or, or not, living a life that's for the commune otherwise spirit just moves on you're dead you're dead then what could be keeping that boy's spirit here i don't know but i'll tell you one thing when the the nightfall hit that house looked pretty mean for just a little condo thingy built 60 odd years ago i think we should try coming back at daylight Maybe, uh, maybe it's one of those in the nighttime things. Perhaps we will be able to better canvas the house in the daytime. Mm, mm. Sitting there, you feel something in your jacket pocket. Oh, come on. <laughs> Flick around like I'm about to see a little boy again. It's a, it's a journal that you... Oh, God. Damn, tiny little boy. I forgot about this. (laughs) (laughs) Bits in my pocket. I am a little boy. boy. I am a little boy. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, I forgot about this completely. Uh, There were a bunch of boxes. Apparently, uh, what was her name? Ilanka? Izari. Izari? (laughs) Nowhere near. Nowhere near. (laughs) Ilanka. Go with Ilanka. (laughs) Uh, uh, Dunley hadn't bothered to get rid of her stuff, and she'd left a bunch of stuff to a bunch of boxes uh, as she was fixing up the place, I'm guessing. Point is, uh, I picked up this diary. I haven't let a look at it. you guys want to have a look at it? Absolutely. Well, here you go. Hand it over. Does anyone speak Arabic? No. I do, actually. I speak Chinese and Arabic. Oh, Excellent. Nice. <laughs> well, I only have 20 in Arabic, but... That's okay. Uh, it's It just means it'll take you a little while longer to read it. You might need to order some more food in the time that it takes you to read, because you'll be here for at least an hour. At this point, Madeline is definitely ordering a whiskey. 
the, the waitress says, this is a diner, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> what, I can't get a whiskey at a diner? Fucking tea, no, no, really, whiskey, no. what, what is this? <laughs> what, what, what do you think this is? There's a there's a bar just down the, the road. Oh, God damn it. I could bring you a coffee. Bring me something with I alcohol, some damn it. Bring me something with alcohol, damn it. We got beers. Bring me a beer. They're not going to be Coors Light and, and Bud Light. <laughs> and, and oh, God damn it. Uh, it takes you, yeah, it takes you about an hour to read this. There's 57 pages of very cramped writing. Um, what you can make out from it is uh, Yamila Izari's recollections of of visions that she saw in the house. She recounts seeing a, a dead little boy several times and having dreams of an old woman. Um, two terrifying dreams she recounts of a different woman, not the old woman, a different woman that she says was trapped behind the glass in the master bedroom. Uh, she doesn't explain any further what, what she means by that. Uh, towards the end of the time that she was living in the house, she had moved to sleeping in the den to avoid the master bedroom. Um, but the final entry in the diary reads, I understand now why I came here. I'm home. the last entry. Uh, I look over at Morgan and I say, you gonna eat that uh, gravy bread? Yeah, you gotta wait for it to soak a little while. <laughs> it's been two hours yeah, now. Two hours <laughs> since I've arrived, which means it's been there for three hours. Damn, I just lost two hours of my life. <laughs> 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 Uh, so there's, there's not many people have come into the diner in the last hour um, and the waitress has been cleaning up around you for some time now um, the lights in the kitchen are off and uh, she comes over and goes, could I uh, get you anything else uh, you got any pie drink, uh, pie a bill uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, yeah we got pie what kind of uh, whatever, whatever you got left on the counter that hasn't been sold off today. Although, uh, well, we ain't been so busy. So yeah, there's a there's most cobbler? of a of a peach cobbler. We'll take oh. the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah, <laughs> she packages it up for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we'll bounce. She adds in some other <laughs> cakes, slices of cake that they they didn't sell. Uh, uh, she gives you your name on them. Her name is Agnes. Agnes, you've been a peach. Uh, guys, be, be sure to tip her well. Also, we're paying. <laughs> <laughs> He's seen a fucking ghost. Give him a break. Listen, I, I'm a fireman. You guys work for the FBI. I'm guessing your paycheck is higher than mine. Um, the government pension is pretty good. Uh, it's true. I guess you're all staying in like a hotel or a motel. Probably a oh, motel. Oh, yeah, Agnes. Yeah. What, what's is there a motel? Uh, yeah, she tells you like the value motel. Oh, that's brilliant. Highway. Mm-mm. Thanks. It's like 15 minute driveway. Oh, brilliant. Okay. Uh, can we pack a couple beers as where to go? Hush, hush, wink, wink. Beers to go. <laughs> you know, we're not really supposed to do this, but uh, if Chief I... Buffington found out, <laughs> yeah. don't, don't tell the cops, all right? We're your favorite customers. We would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you kept the place alive tonight. Hey, Agnes, you've been a peach, a real peach. Uh, pull on a few more bills to tip or some more. <laughs> 
All right, I'll cover the tip. I'll cover the tip. You guys pay pay the bill. Are you letting him drive? No. I've only had two beers. <laughs> uh, so you guys are, it's, well, it's like 10, coming up on 10 now, I guess. Right. Uh, are you guys heading... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, 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 what's, we can... what's your thought, fellows? It sounds like Michael's had quite a night already. I had intended to visit the house myself after dark, but considering Michael's account, perhaps it's better for us to save this to the morning. What do you think? Uh, I think, I think seeing that house during daytime might give us a small advantage. Although it sounds like there's something going on with that mirror. Maybe we should try getting rid of it. Yes, I, I, I don't want to be a buzzkill, and I do want to lean into some of the fun elements of this game. Um, but perhaps making Michaels go back in the same night already might be a bit much. I. He seems up for it. <laughs> All I'm going to say is that house knew that I wasn't there to live in it. I, I must say it, it, it has absolutely piqued my curiosity and I would I, I'm very curious about going myself but I don't want to put Michaels in a position I think first thing in the morning is a good call but if you want to if you want let's get to the motel let's touch base and plan things out I need a I need to swap out I've been I've been in sweaty clothes this whole time what's your thought Morgan let's take a step back for a while We'll go see it in the morning. There's no rush. As the agents head out to their cars, one of the patrons by the sitting at the counter seems to take notice. He's a man in his mid-thirties. He's of average height and build, close-cropped, dark hair. He's not wearing clothes that would draw anyone's attention. His skin is weather-beaten, his eyes sunken and weary. Those eyes watch the agents intently as they finish their conversation and get into their cars. He seems to size up each one of them, watching how they move, how they interact with one another and with their surroundings. As the cars leave, he drops some money on the countertop, he finishes his coffee, smiles to the waitress, stands up and he leaves. So, uh, yeah, you head down. You're all in separate cars. I can't remember if I took my Beetle or not. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you can get a car in a car with someone mm. else if you want. Um, anyway, you're all in a row. Uh, you're, you're not far away from each other, and um, you're perhaps in front. You're driving down Main Street, mm. and most places, everywhere's closed. The lights are off, except for one building. Uh, you notice that there's a light on still in one office. Just like a, a glass uh, front. Uh, this sign over the door is for the Meadowbrook Sparrow. Mm -hmm. um, as you pass by, you can see there's one person in there. There's a car parked outside. Mm -hmm. You continue on to the motel? Mm, no. I feel like that's an invitation. I feel like that's an invitation. 
uh, knowing that I couldn't get the details that I wanted on the history of the house from the county seat and knowing that there's someone still there, I take the opportunity to go in. Cool. Let's say you're in the car with uh, Agent Morgan. Morgan? Because that's an FBI vehicle and mm-hmm. you're an FBI agent, so... Morgan, um, drop me here, would you? I'd, I'd like to check something out with the Sparrow. You want company? As you like. If you are not tired. I'm guessing it's a, it's pretty quiet, so I see them park and I'm like, what's going yep. on? So I turn in. I suppose somebody should keep an eye on Michaels, but depends if he wants to come with. Uh, I pop out. I, I, I put the... He's the, looking a bit twitchy. Yeah, yeah. I put the, the windscreen <laughs> down. I'm like, uh, are we staying here? Yeah. Um, Morgan, perhaps you should accompany Michaels. We're going in keep here. An eye, keep an eye on him. It's like I gotta tuck you in, Michael. We're not gonna leave the boss lady over here. We'll wait for you down here if you want. Don't worry about us. No, you know what, Michaels? I got a job for you. I. You look like a sneaky sort of guy. Funny you should say that because I am zero percent sneaky. Twenty. <laughs> I'm okay. Uh, I'm twenty percent sneaky. I am twenty percent <laughs> sneaky. <laughs> 80% bumbling. <laughs> What's your hum int? Hum int is 60. All right. I'm more hum intelligent than you. <laughs> it's not a competition, Morgan. <laughs> uh, okay, so while you guys figure out what you're going to do, we'll go into the offices yeah, of the Meadowbrook Sparrow. Mm-hmm. We, we, I'll just, we'll, just, we'll go, we'll leave, and you can do a scene. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll stay down here. Was, was what I said. I said, okay. we'll, we'll wait down Scope here. Scope the place out, as it were. <laughs> uh, sure, you you walk into the office. Um, there's one person there. Uh, it's a man. He appears to be in his 60s, maybe. Um, he's wearing a shirt and a tie that's been pulled out, uh, loose. Um, he's startled when you walk in. Uh, and he, he looks at me and says, we're, we're, we're closed. Shit, I thought I'd locked that fucking door. Uh, we're closed, lady. Look at the time. Come on. Oh, sorry, sorry. I, I didn't mean to startle you. Um, the name's Agent Madeline. I'm with the FBI. Oh. Oh. oh uh, Robertson. Robert, James Robertson. I'm the, uh, I'm the editor of the, the Meadowbrook Sparrow. Robertson, it's a pleasure. Well, how can I... What's your investigating? How can I help? I am here with a task force investigating um, the the final movements of our agent Donnelly, who died um, at suicide, Spooner Avenue. Yeah. The suicide in Spooner Avenue, I remember, yeah. So they say, yes. I had intended to come and speak with you before, but I didn't find the chance. And I, I noticed that the, there was a light on. I wondered why for I wanted to come and ask you if you had any information, but also for 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 what reason would you be working so late? Uh, it's 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 push night tonight. It's the, we're we're printing in the morning. I gotta I gotta get the 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 final layout done. I see, I see. Well, then, whilst we're here, could you perhaps answer a few questions for me? Uh. Yeah, sure. So long as it's uh, quick. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm busy. I need to get this to the printers by six a.m. Sure. Uh, uh, so fire away. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I could do it a break anyway. Do you uh, do you want a coffee? <laughs> you wouldn't happen to have any tea, would you? 
Why the fuck would I have tea? Uh, let me let me check. Maybe Susan had some fucking. She was pregnant. She might have some herbal tea. Herbal tea? There's. It's Ruby, better than nothing. Ruby Ruby Bos, Riobos, Riobos. That will do splendidly. Fine. God damn it! Stinks. How the hell do you drink tea? It's the it's the best I can do. That's not coffee. <laughs> it will it will do fine. <laughs> he makes himself a coffee and he makes you some tea and he comes mm-hmm. back. Uh, sits at his desk. He's already invited you to sit down. Uh, okay. Uh, yes, I'm going to help. Well, I had intended to... I wanted to look through some archives um, of the history of articles published regarding Spooner Avenue, but I heard that the, there is currently no library. And so I thought perhaps here at the, the, the Sparrow, you might be able to enlighten me on some of the histories. Uh, off the top of my head, no. I mean, you you know it's like a haunted house, and a creepy house. Mm. Everyone who lives there dies, whatever. Yeah. I, I, I never looked. It, it, it was just, a, it's a tale around the, the neighborhood, uh, around the town. Um, I never really looked into it deeply, but um, yeah, sure. I'm, I mean, it, Meadowbrook... Uh, it's a small place and this newspaper's been here a long time it's weird the stuff that was covered years ago um, there's probably mentions of it uh, we've been digitizing our uh, archives but um, well there's only me doing a lot of stuff here so <laughs> uh, yeah I'm a little behind but there's 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 old copies back there there's uh, some of the stuff get, did get transferred to microfiche in the 60s um, you might find something out back. You, you, you're welcome to take a look. As I said, I'm going to be here till about 6 a.m. So you yourself have never been inside Spooner Avenue, 1206? No, never had, never had cause to go inside. Are there any of your colleagues who have been inside? Or, or who has been reporting on these incidents? Um, yeah, that Frederick's kid. Um, I sent him to cover the, the suicide. Uh, he, he wrote our cover story on it. Splendid. Um, could I perhaps speak with him tomorrow? Will, be, will he be here tomorrow? Uh, no, he's probably going to take a few days off. Um, tomorrow's printing day, so there's none to write because we, we're just starting the next issue. We're a weekly. Um, so uh, he might not be around for a couple of days, but... Uh, your FBI can give you his phone number, I guess. Yes, please. Sure, I'll, I'll dig it up. Then if you don't mind, I, I would be more than happy to uh, take the opportunity to look at your microfiche. Sure, yeah, no problem. Um, you know how to use the machine? I do, yes. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, it's it's about, he brings you back, he shows you. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one room with... Um, there's one room where there's like uh, big folders and they have the old newspapers sitting in these folders and you can kind of rifle through them and then he says and then there's more in the basement uh, machine, microfiche machine is down there and the older stuff is down there I, I text these dudes to tell them that I'm going to spend some time looking at the microfiche um, so maybe they don't have to wait for me is there a penalty for being tired yes <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, you probably shouldn't smoke, Agent Morgan. It's too late for me already. 
That's why I switched to the uh, the vapes. You know, you just put a little, and it heats it up. You're a vapist. Well, just saying. It's supposed to be better for you. What's your favorite flavor? Uh, <laughs> whiskey Coke. They got a cigarette flavor. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They do. They do. They have a cigarette flavor. But it tastes like ass. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Yeah. He's gonna walk to his car. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, we 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 text. We'll we'll get you a room. Uh, how we, how are we gonna get her the keys if we get her a room? We'll leave the we'll yeah we'll we'll we'll, we'll get you a room. We'll leave the keys at the uh, at the concierge. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if the motel has a concierge. He's got a reception desk. Yeah, a reception desk. It's much better. <laughs> uh, yeah. I guess we drive, we get a room. Cool. Uh, <clears throat> 7 a.m. Sharp, right? I just drank a, just drank a gallon of coffee. <laughs> for, for sure, we'll try. <laughs> All right, 8 a.m. Uh, uh, my, Michael's, Michael's takes a, a shower, a hot shower. The, the, the tiny little bathroom steams up. He comes out. He dries himself like crazy, and he puts on a fresh tee, and he puts on his trousers back on. And he lies in bed. He switches off the light, and blinks, and sees the 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 boy's face right in front of him again. He's like, "Nope." Switches the light back on, <laughs> and then and then just cozily goes right into dreamland. Cool. And you go to bed as well, or are you going to do something else tonight? He spends some time pacing around his room trying to think trying to like talk himself through out loud with uh, what he's gonna do like what, what all everything that they've found out so far just trying to like reason it and piece it together uh, and also try and reason through the topic of the the baby I think the sensible thing to do is call it in and play it as a part of the case but uh, he also knows the nature of the work for Delta Green and is worried that the baby if Donnelly thought to take it to the lockup, he's worried that they're going to need access to it and if it is under jurisdiction of the FBI or police that's going to be very difficult yep. yeah, so there's it's a reason like, why he put it in the green box uh, yeah that's what he's thinking so yeah it's like a stuck between a rock and a hard place at the minute so the sooner we go to the house the better probably All right. Uh, you are back at the newspaper and you're doing yes. some searching. So I know that they're already in the middle of digitizing um, the more recent stuff. So after being told that um, there's stuff in the basement, uh, I think Madeline would, uh, Agent Madeline would want to go down to the basement and look for the older stuff. Okay. Can I ask you another question? Did you leave any contact details with Anthony Bremen? I would probably have given him my card, yes. Okay. Um, so you're about an hour into um, this research. So it's coming up on 11, and you get a message from a number that you don't recognize but he introduces himself immediately and says hey this is this is um, Anthony you met, you met me today at the uh, county seat 
um, I kind of got obsessed, got a bit obsessed with what you were uh, researching, and I did uh, some more digging. I, f- I found some real interesting stuff on some of the people who lived there. Drop by in the morning, I'll, I'll share some more info with you. Um, give me a... Actually, no, just tell me what your bureaucracy is, or your history. My bureaucracy is 50, my history is 10. Bureaucracy is 50, history is 10. Okay, that'll do. Now, you're going to need to give me a moment while I dig up some handouts for you. So, could you give me some search parameters of what you're looking for? I'm looking for any articles in relation to the house, um, uh, Spooner Avenue 1206, and cases re- uh, relating to Wheeler, since it was mentioned to me um, that uh, Wheeler died building the county seat. So if there's anything like um, altercations between the Wheelers uh, or anything else related to their family. Okay. Um, This takes you long into the night. Um, So you were looking into the house, you were looking into the Wheelers. You find these clippings. Um, I think the one that starts with Isabel Wheeler is mm-hmm. 1905. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the first one. New Construction 1907 comes after that. There's 1905 wedding celebration as well. Ah, uh, yes. November, so May 5th wedding celebration. Isabel Wheeler, 1905, November 11th. Yeah. So I'll, I'll summarize what, what's in the, in the newspapers for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, May 1905, Meadowbrook celebrates the marriage of Michael Wheeler and Isabel Nocht. Wheeler, 30, is a quintessential self-made man, a dashing young stonemason who prospered from contracts with government and churches around the region. His business specialised in gargoyles, marble cuts, tiles and monuments. Nocht, 18, is the daughter of a wealthy landowning family. Michael and Isabel were the darlings of the town. In a grainy wedding photo... She looks slim and proper, and I think I have a photo for you, too. Ooh, uh, they look happy. Is. November 1905, uh, about Isabel Wheeler's sickness. Isabel Wheeler, newly married at 18 and darling of Meadowbrook Society, begins to suffer an unknown ailment. It renders her bedridden, bedridden with convulsions and incapable of walking. Uh, 1907 uh, information about the Wheeler house stonemason Michael Wheeler begins construction of a small house at 1206 Spooner Avenue for himself and his invalid wife Isabel Isabel Wheeler suffers from some form of palsy which has resisted the treatments of many doctors her desperate husband has hired from out of state Uh, 1902 October Michael Wheeler's death 1902? sorry 1910 uh, wealthy stonemason Michael Wheeler dies during construction of the county seat in Meadowbrook when a falling slab of marble stri- strikes him fatally on the head. He is survived by his wife Isabel Wheeler. The couple had no children. Um, there's something about uh, Isabel's recovery. 1926. 
Isabel Wheeler makes an astonishing, seemingly complete recovery from a debilitating ailment that has long afflicted her. For the first time in 20 years, she makes a brief appearance in public, attending several society functions. Several smaller follow-up articles note her continuing good health, but she slowly drops off the society pages again. Uh, they also mention a name of her carer, uh, a nurse named Di Vitello. And if you look into, if you want to spend time looking into Di Vitello, uh, several things come up. Oh, can you imagine writing a module for this? Jesus. Uh, so when you look into Di Vitello, the first article you find is from 1926. Nurse Adela Di Vitello is dismissed from Meadowbrook Sanitarium for improper behavior. Patients and co-workers accuse her of practicing witchcraft, and several workers say she slaughtered a cat and drank its blood. A physician at the sanitarium marks her as a woman of low moral standards and a heathen. There are no photographs of her with any of the articles. Um, later on, you find mention of uh, Vitello again in reference to Matthew Harrigan, 1937. Matthew Harrigan, son of a wealthy local politician, and some friends reportedly are accosted on the street by Antonio Di Vitello, an Italian immigrant, recently living at 1206 Spooner Avenue. Police say Di Vitello, who was battered and bruised but not that badly hurt, let loose a stream of foul and incomprehensible Italian curses at the lads as he was led away. Reading between the lines, what's your you mint? It's pretty high. 60. Um. It becomes clear that Di Vitello was himself attacked by Harrigan and his friends. Uh, there's a follow-up article stating that Di Vitello was held for a short period and then released to Isabel Wheeler, who paid his bond. That's Har that's the brother, right? Yeah. No, uh, the son. The son. Son. The son. Son. Uh, the article speculates that Antonio must be related to Adela Di Vitello, Isabel Wheeler's nurse since 1926. Um, there's a follow-up. Uh, December of that year about Matthew Harrigan he dies from a wasting illness that could not be identified the patient developed rashes that became what appeared to be burn marks which suppurated and bled out several of Harrigan's friends suffered from the same illness though they recovered eventually um, yeah that leads you to look into anything else I think the slaughtering of a cat might draw your attention. Yep. Um, yeah, you find several articles um, between 1940 and 1955 uh, covering the strange disappearance of cats, uh, also dogs and other pets around Central Meadowbrook. Uh, articles over the years suggest everything from coyotes to disease to sadistic killings. Uh, there is no direct consistent cause um, ever identified in the stories it just stands out to you that there are so many animal deaths notices um, articles about them uh, uh, during those years and Madeline is greatly distressed <clears throat> at the idea that pets were being slaughtered and she thinks to her own seven little little fairy beauties at home uh, that is probably brings you up to about 5am mm. um and you're pretty tired. I'm exhausted. Yeah. Uh, are you going to stay here or are you going to go back to the motel? Or 
I think this is a point where she probably needs to rest, so she'll go back to the motel. Okay. Um, yeah, you head back to the motel. Do you find the key that was, there was a, uh, a room booked for you? Certainly. Um, and uh, you get to bed. Uh, you hit the you hit the pillow and you're out cold straight away. Mm. Um, Agent Morgan also has a pretty good sleep. Maybe you uh, see a kid's kid in a coffin in some of your dreams. Um, Agent Michael, things aren't so good for you. You very um, disturbed sleep. Um, yeah, you see visions from inside the house. You, you, your dreams are filled with like the house and a voice coming from within inside the house asking you, come in, inviting you in a very friendly way. Come in, come in. And in your dream, no matter how hard you might try, you, the dreams always bring you right up the steps towards the door. Um, but you're, you're, you're woken. Uh, light is starting to come in the window. It's it's mm. it's morning, and your your phone is ringing. Mm. Uh, what's the name of the what's dialing? It's uh, it's it's your mother's name. Hey, mommy. <laughs> on the other, on the end of the line, when you answer, Bob. the piano again mom hello mom what the I look at the phone again is it st I'm full call still with mom mom are you there god damn it Ma Shh. Ma mm. I hang up I pick up the phone and I dial dad when you put put it to your face again put yes. it to your ear again still playing the music. Are you kidding me? I hang up and I put it to my face. <laughs> it's still playing? The music is still playing and you are very much awake. Scene. listening folks if you enjoyed this please leave us a review on your podcatcher of choice it'll help spread the word and help others to find us too if you have any comments questions or just want to get in touch with us you can you can find us on twitter with at tales of podcast we'd love to hear from you this episode's tales of crew is fabio as the game master Mike as Lucas Boshears. Charles as Eric Paras. Myself as Selena Goodwill, as well as our audio producer. You can reach me on Twitter with at thatlastjan. All music and sound effects used with permission and may have been modified for use. Details and links can be found in the show notes. <laughs> See you next episode.
still playing the music. Are you kidding me? I hang up and I put it to my face. <laughs> it's still playing? It's still playing the music. I think my phone's bust. <laughs> <laughs> and you are very much awake. Do I have to roll for sanity? <laughs> Let's leave it there. Ah! Hey. Ah! Let's do this. <laughs> I'm so pumped. <laughs> do give me a sanity roll though. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. It's a pass. Wait, is 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 zero zero a hundred? That's a hundred. That is. Oh, that is a critical fail. Uh, which means you have to take the maximum uh, oh. sandy loss, which in this case would be a D four. So four four, four points lost. Ouch. God, I am. Oof. Have you broken yet? Uh, no. Do you have to lose like ten in one session? Five from one event. Oh. I, uh, or I you am. go past your breaking point. I am one point away. <laughs> 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 I love it.